Hi, I'm Amanda Moreira, and you're listening to People's Podcast. Welcome back to the People Podcast, where we are now at episode 37. Last week's episode highlighted the story of Charles Lee, the CEO of Palmetto Superfoods. But you simply cannot tell the story of Palmetto Superfoods without also talking about the star of this week's episode, Amanda Moreira. Amanda has her fingerprints all over Palmetto Superfoods, but she's also one of the masterminds behind Cafe de Casa, which is where Charles first discovered her amazing acai. But Cafe de Casa serves much more than that. It's a Brazilian restaurant with amazing food, and the family history behind it is even more amazing. If you want to try Cafe de Casa yourself, which I know you do, be sure to enter our gift card giveaway. Check out the link in the episode description to see how you can win. I gotta give a big thank you to Amanda for making this giveaway possible. Now, let's hear from Amanda, because she's got quite the story to share. Amanda, thanks so much for your time. How's it going? Thank you, Brian. All good. How about you? Everything is good as well, and I'm super excited to be talking to you about all this. And I want to kind of start at the beginning of your journey, Amanda. Where were you born, and when did you become such a foodie? So I was born in Brazil, and uh, I came to the U.S. Uh, 13 years ago, almost 14. And me and my, my mom, she used to do Brazilian food here from um, underground. And... Um, in 2011, we got our first cafe by the airport. And then we started from there. And uh, we started making these Brazilian foods that we used to wholesale for a bunch of uh, Brazilian places. But we didn't have a cafe ourselves. So in 2011, we, we had our first cafe and 2015 was when we opened our second one. And that when I got very in love with this food industry. Now, I know that your mom is the backbone of the Cafe de Casa business. So can you tell me a little bit about her and how she was able to really build this entire operation? Yes, yes. My mom, she came to the U.S. from a bad divorce in 2014. No, 2004. And... Uh, she had never had a restaurant in Brazil before. She only cooked for fun in our house for her friends and our family. She loves to cook. It's her passion. And she came here. She tried to do some like cleaning houses, do some uh, immigrant job here that didn't work well. And she said, you know what? I'll try to make some pastries and see if people will like my food. And her food is really delicious. So anything she makes is good. Even her rice, like white rice, is perfect. And um, she started doing that. And uh, she was doing it from underground. Then we had our first cafe in 2011, 2015, our second, and 2020, our third. And we do a bunch of catering. So she does such an amazing job. Um, she started herself. Now she's like, she has 10 people working with her. 
Now, I read that your mom for years has worked from 3 a.m. to 1 p.m. making countless Brazilian specialties for Café de Casa and other cafes, as you mentioned. Is this still the case? And are you usually with her as well? No, unfortunately, I'm not. Or fortunately, I don't know. But yes, yeah, she used to, work, to wake up at 2 a.m. for like 10 years. Over than that, like 12, 13 years. This is not the case every day anymore, but she still do it occasionally. Whenever it's needed, she's there. As you know, she's the head chef of the Café de Casa, and uh, she's there anytime that she's needed. But right now, she wakes up around 4 or 5 a.m. She's in the kitchen around that time. What a grind. I love that she is still so dedicated to the craft and making all this delicious food. Now, your mom has worked relentlessly to build this business to what it is today. But as we've discussed, um, you have helped and I know your sister has helped as well. When did the two of you first join the team and what was the beginning of that process like? So the beginning was when we got here in the United States in 2008. My mom went back to Brazil in 2008. And uh, she came back six months later with me and my sister because she used to live here from 2004 and 2008. She lived here by herself. And 2008, she went to Brazil. Things didn't work well there. We came back in end of 2008. And uh, my mom and my sister, they were all the time working together. And I joined them a little bit later in 2013, but they started everything. They got our first cafe together. I was reading that while the original Cafe de Casa by the uh, SFO airport was booming with Brazilian regulars, you and your sister wanted to expand the business to reach more non-Brazilian customers as well. What was the process like of expanding the menu and opening up new locations to address that? Yeah, we wanted more people to know Brazilian food as there's a lot of Mexican, Indians, and Japanese, Chinese food in the city. Brazilians, there's not a lot of places besides steakhouses. And we wanted people to know our food, know our culture, as a lot of people love Brazil here. We see it from the cafes now. And... Uh, we wanted people to know what's Brazilian food besides steakhouses, the pastries, everything, acai, the real acai. And uh, we said, okay, I was the one crazy to open a cafe on Fisherman's Wharf or downtown. So there is a crowd of people that would know us. And uh, we, in 2015, we said, yes, we are ready for the second one. Because as you, as you mentioned, the first one is still is most of our Brazi- our customers are Brazilian. Like 70% of our South San Francisco location customers are Brazilian. So then we got the Fisherman's Wharf in 2015. And uh, there we have like 40% of our customers Brazilian. So we kind of conquer our goal we are still doing it but we can say we conquered about more people knowing our product more people knowing our culture 
That's good. And uh, the Fisherman's Wharf location is a great place to do that. You have the beautiful purple building and there's a lot of tourists there. So I imagine a lot of people are coming through and trying Brazilian food for maybe the first time and, and they end up falling in love with it. But uh, what that, about for people that are not very familiar with Brazilian food? What are some of the specialty dishes that your regulars simply can't get enough of? Definitely our pão de queijo. It is something like it's a gluten-free Brazilian cheese bread. Nowadays, like there's a lot of places, like even Costco has some. I would say not good as ours, but still good. So people at least know what is found de queijo. And uh, it's a gluten-free bread made of cheese and eggs. And uh, it's very delicious. And our coxinha, that is a a bowl filled with uh, a pastry bowl filled with chicken and cream cheese. That's our two items that people can't get enough of it. They keep coming back for it. And the thing that I always tell my employees is like, okay, all we need is people to come here once because I'm sure they will come back. This is how much I trust what we do and the taste of our food. So it is like something that you can't get anywhere else. And uh, it is pretty good. The coaching is like a must try in our cafe. I love that. There is so many good things to try at Cafe de Casa. And one of your regulars over the years was Charles Lee, and he loved your acai bowls. And he loved them so much that you ended up working together to create a new business, Palmetto Superfoods, that serves delicious acai bowls and smoothies. So how has that Palmetto Superfoods experience differed from Cafe de Casa? And what has it been like for you? Yeah, I love being part of Palmetto. It is very fun and challenging for us. That comes from a family business. Charles was one of our regular customers at Cafe de Casa. And what we do is like try to keep our acai as close as the acai you're going to find in Brazil. So we don't put juices, milk, or anything on it. And I think that got Charles' attention. And uh, I would risk to say in the city, our acai is one of the purest that you're going to find. And doing this business with Charles, it is very fun. And as I said, challenging. And uh, we love our palmetto superfoods as we do Café de Casa. And uh, very different business, though. So Café de Casa is more like a restaurant, coffee shop. And Palmetto is a superfood where you're going to get your healthy bowl. Now, I know that Palmetto Superfoods has a new RoboJuice kiosk that serves acai bowls and smoothies. But do you think a robot could ever get in the kitchen and make some Brazilian food at Café de Casa? Oh, we hope so. We hope to get a robot frying our coxinhas and making some salgados. Salgados are uh, Brazilian empanadas would be like the closest thing, like closest thing to compare to like empanadas. Yeah, we would love that too, but it is harder to make. We'll see. Let's wait for the future. But we hope at least to fry some coxinhas, we'll be able to get a robot doing that sooner than later. 
Yeah, maybe at some point, because I imagine yeah. some of the stuff is very time consuming. So it would be uh, nice to have some extra help in the kitchen. <laughs> um, exactly, yeah. But Amanda, you and your family have really fought tooth and nail to build a successful business and keep it going for as long as you have. When you look back on your journey with your family and the food industry, what are you most proud of? Oh, we're definitely proud of our journey because we don't come from, we don't have any backgrounds in restaurants or uh, food industry. We built this Cafe de Casa by our love for food and honesty with our customers and um, just doing what we love. We love making our pastries, making the acais. We love what it do, so that's how Café de Casa was built, and it still is going. It's great to hear that you guys have had such good intentions, you have such great products, and the community has responded with that over the years consistently. Um, but what about when you look ahead, Amanda? What do you see in the future for Café de Casa and Palmetto Superfoods? Yes, we're, we're definitely expanding both of them. So Charles, He's such a great partner on doing that part of expanding Palmetto, looking for places to expand, looking for investors, keep Palmetto going. And uh, for Café de Casa, we think about expanding, but maybe not as farther as Palmetto. So we would like to grow, but at the same time, keep it cozy and smaller and so people will... You know, we don't have to um, franchise or anything. But we definitely want to see our food on the shelf, on the market shelf one day, and uh, more people knowing our food, and so we can send our food to different um, states too. But the cafes will definitely stay in San Francisco and the Bay Area. Awesome. Well, I'm really excited to see all the exciting things that come in the future. And Amanda, I want to say thank you so much for taking the time to join the show and share your story. I really appreciate it. And I would love to reconnect in person sometime. Thank you so much, Brian. Thank you for having me and Charles in your show. We really appreciate it. Really, really enjoyed my conversation with Amanda this week. Her family's journey from Brazil to the Bay is incredibly inspiring. Whether it's Café de Casa or Palmetto Superfoods, she has really made her mark on the Bay Area food scene. But that just about wraps up episode 37, so I'll talk to you all next Wednesday for the next installment of The People Podcast. In the meantime... Follow the show on Instagram at People Podcasting and enter our giveaway for a Cafe de Casa gift card. 